0: We'll be pinching all our Play-Doh as we go. Pinch, pinch. We'll be pinching all our Play-Doh as we go. Pinch, pinch. We'll be pinching all our Play-Doh. Pinching all our Play-Doh. We'll be pinching all
3: our Play-Doh. Yo-ho-ho. Yo-ho-ho. Hello. You're listening to the Play-Doh Pod, where each week we're joined by someone who has made something pretty big in the Play-Doh world. Remember, go to www.playdoh.com and enter code play pod to get 10% off. Here he is. Play-Doh Peter, how are you? Hello. So, uh, Play-Doh Peter, you made it big in the Play-Doh world in the 80s where you released your blue Play-Doh. It was game-changing. The right time, I can say, as well, came around the same time as the Smurf phenomenon. So uh, tell us a bit about how you come up with the blue
4: colour for Play-Doh. I used some water colouring and then we made it into blue because we love Smurfs. Yeah, but what inspired you? Were you
3: asleep one night and all of a sudden, like the colour blue just came into your face? You're like, ah!
4: Part of the world. I like the 90s band Blue. In the 80s? In, in, the, uh, in the 80s. I, lo- I, lo- I like them before they even in, in, even thought about becoming a band. Hold on, hold on a minute. This isn't
3: the Play Doh podcast, isn't it? It's small screen noughties.
5: Hey. Let's go.
3: You're listening to small screen is with me amj and this guy hello chris barnes some, some people are saying he's the king of comedy some people ain't chris barnes <laughs> it's
4: it's a te- technicality it's i a te- didn't te- win <laughs> no one won so no one is
3: i think we know who won and uh he's that opposite you no
4: no no he didn't I'm matter of uh, this
3: I, well, you wouldn't have it because uh, I'm still the king of comedy in Kent. So, uh, how do you like that, got, Apples?
4: At least I got to that gig, all right. You did? Yeah, I didn't on the last gig I did with you. I got on my bike to come to the station. I had no yeah. brakes. So then I got to the station very, very slowly, trying to avoid the traffic and making sure that I could stop. And then I <laughs> got to the station and missed my train and then had to go to Canterbury and then got on a bus to Canterbury <laughs> and then got to the venue and then one of the acts spilt coke over my coat which was fun
3: and then then you were taken home by a load of ants
4: <laughs> no i you got know. home all right that was that was fine it's getting there i hate buses
3: what acts spilt coke over you
4: one with the little mandolin the one with the what, what, what dan shepherd dan shepherd with his oh, that's definitely one lady friend.
3: friend he hates you he, he saw <laughs> you come in and he eyed you up and thought you know what i'm gonna pour coke all over him I'm going to get taken over by a nest of
4: ants. So I got dressed up and I stuck the hood up and then I felt coke go over my face. But I thought, well, this is just how my day's going. That's
3: about. Why didn't you just get the, the train from yours to Herne Bay? Because I missed it. Oh, but but I was just thinking, why did you get a bus
4: from Canterbury? Because that was the only way of getting there in an hour. And I'd be oh, there at the same I, time.
3: I see. Well, we appreciate it. And so does the comedy community.
4: And on the way home, I saw a Domestic having on the other side of the station, which is always good.
3: Uh, you always will round this neck of the woods. I
4: had some, I had some Doritos. I was eating with Doritos, enjoying the the spectacle that was happening on the other platform. If it was on my <laughs> platform, I'd be quite worried. But because it was on the other side, I was like, "Oh, I'm really enjoying this." Apparently, what she was a slag. Huh? play uh, the Chilly ones.
3: Chili heat wave.
4: Yes, oh, man, I love chili no, wave.
3: I want... heat wave. Yeah. It's very diverse, the uh, the older Doritos world, isn't it? Like, people really get their flavour and stick with it. They don't really branch out of Doritos. Well, it's the only one that's
4: in the vending machine. Well, there is the that.
3: Yeah, that is. And you kind of get a taste of a chilli Wave. I mean, I'm partial to a tangy cheese. The other day, and I that's... did have a pepperoni one. And, man, it's a bit of a game changer.
4: We're not sponsored by them.
3: Well, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I'd just like to say I love Doritos. They are my second favourite triangle-based product.
4: After Tobarone. Obviously. After Toblerone, what's your third favorite Triangle Face product? Uh, uh, there we go. Uh, now we're stumped. Uh,
3: what is like Dairy Lee?
4: Dairy Lee. Dairy
3: Lee. And and notice like two of them very cheese heavy, especially the Dairy Lee. Wow, there's not much. Speaking cheese of
4: cheese, last week we were in the middle of our adverts. Was Stephen Mulhern advertising Butlins?
0: Are you ready to be entertained? Are you ready to Butlins?
3: It was. It was like, we've all come full circle. Mullen's come back.
4: Now he's working for you, basically. Uh,
3: paying the big butts into this podcast.
4: How it changes, eh? So what have you been doing this week? Ah, not much.
3: Oh. I gigged with you. That that That's always a delight. Mm. Uh, what else has happened to me this week? I feel a lot has happened, yet nothing has happened. You arrived
4: in the car with your hat on and your red coat. You look like Martin McFly just come out of the Delorean. Do
3: you like my new red coat? Like, it's been controversial. Yeah. Uh, I've bought a Texan, I think it's called Texan Rangers <laughs> like basketball or football and a Valgo. I don't know what it is, but it looked really retro and cool because I'm fed up of wearing <laughs> the same coat. I'll be wearing all year. And someone stopped me the other day to have a conversation saying, oh, that that's that's a nice coat. I went, yeah, you're a big fan of the team. And I did that thing that I hate. Remember when everyone was wearing Ramones T-shirts and didn't know who the Ramones were? Yes. I've done it. I've literally done it. And I did it. In a, and I bought it from a retro shop as well. I'll be honest, I've turned into that person. Also, it annoys me with those vintage clothes. If you go in and look and think, all oh, these vintage clothes. But I remember clearly when they were in fashion. Especially like pop studs, when people are wearing them ironically, thinking, no, you were the bomb if you had pop studs. Did you have pop studs? No. No, I, I don't think th- so. I didn't think so. A bit, a bit dangerous for you, isn't it? I don't even know what they are. They're, they're like, they're tracky bottoms, but they've got studs on it, so you can open
4: them up. I might have done. I had a Misfits t-shirt, and I didn't know who the Misfits were. See, that's the kind of thing, but it looks cool, doesn't it? And then I was approached by a Misfits fan that said, oh, you found the Misfits. I said, uh... No, I just like the design on the T-shirt.
3: I like that you said that and didn't try and engage them into conversation. would what, like,
4: and say, yeah, yeah. And then they go, well, "Who's what's your favourite album? And I go, well, you know, you know the, the newest one.
3: Yeah, which everyone says with music. It's always the newest one. That is That is <laughs> the best answer to say, because I think that's a smart answer. Because no one's gonna question it, are they? Because no one really knows. Who's your favourite band ever? Chris. Uh uh,
4: what did I say the other week? Oh no, I said Eamon Holmes, didn't I? When you asked me what Eamon Holmes Steve right? Eamon said it was.
3: He had his hits, Ruth, uh, this morning. Uh Eamon's gonna love you. But can you name anything he's done in the last two years? Nick Knowles. Nick Knowles, right? Well, it's just everyone yeah. else's songs. You've got a habit when it goes. He really went for it. Like, he's bought in <laughs> to, to that character. And he is that person
4: 24-7. Can you imagine someone says, what is your favourite track? And you go, track five. I really like track five. Really. And they're like, what's well, it called? And I go, I don't know. I, don't... I lied, and I've gone down this rabbit hole, and I thought I'd get away with it, and I haven't.
3: And then someone just you sing a bit of track five to me? Just... <laughs> Ghost, da-da, da-da, <laughs> I don't know what it's like to be me. Something like that. I apologise. It's always to like the to be me. It's always like to be me. I've had two people approach me this week and I've been starting, if you ever come to one of my gigs, one, you're a very lucky person and two, the music I like to play at the beginning is usually a bit cheesy and there's an acoustic version of My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion that I've been playing and two people have come up to me since playing it it's by Me First and the Gimme Gimmies uh, saying is that you? (laughs) and I I don't quite know how to take it I, I think time has come to release the female album, but for me to sing it. It's
4: not how the female album works. You've got to get Ball on board.
3: I don't think he will be on board. Do they have
4: to ask hot? Well, I do have
3: to ask it, but I don't think Michael Ball will be up for it. But then again, I don't know. <laughs> if, if anybody knows how to contact Michael Ball, please leave a message. His, his agent must be on. Yeah, but his, his agent ain't going to want that, is it? His agent <laughs> must be on the Googles. It must be on the Googles. So you want me to Google Michael Ball? Yeah. His agent. I just might ring him. His number's got to be somewhere.
4: Charlie get in to a link that we can link it into the actual show we're talking about I've got to Michael swerve Bush.
3: it round a lot like a coach would
4: yeah because this week we're doing coach trip
0: Prague Founded in the 9th century, once heart of the Holy Roman Empire, steeped in dramatic history, and now the privileged starting point of the very first celebrity coach trip. Suitably scrubbed up and perfectly preened, Botox-free tour guide Brendan is back and ready to deal with any decadent celebrity demands.
3: This time it's a ten-day tour and uh, I've actually got celebrities. Um, But nothing changes. I still run a tight ship. We've still got to be punctual. Um, And I hope they're going to have a lovely tour. I think when we die, we get to heaven. Mm. And there at the pearly gates is God. And it says, hello, whoever you are, listener. Here's a spreadsheet of how you spent your life and everything you've done, every action you've ever made as a percentage. And next to time on coaches. I think it's going to say 9.5%. I love this.
4: I've I've made a mistake. Yeah? Now this isn't a bit why I said I watched the wrong thing. I watched that episode, but also realised that the whole of Coach Trip is on all four. And we could have watched one that wasn't a celebrity version. This is what happens. They go around a church looking at Rubens and the kids in the back are, are really just bored. And then they they go to a diamond place and no one knows how diamonds are made. <laughs> by the by, the time we watched this episode, they knew what to do on the programme. It was entertaining for the viewer as as well as the people on the coach trip.
3: During this talk about coach trip, I will be splitting it up with my favourite coach drivers of the last five years that I have worked with. Now, I spend about 20% of my working week on a coach. I'm not a driver. Like, I, I, I work mainly with coaches. I'm just going to leave that hanging fruit there. So during this, Chris, every now and then, there'll be a little a little nugget of things that have happened on coaches. A little bit of something extra for the listeners.
4: I didn't realise this was going to happen. Nor did I like until then. Deal or no deal brought back lots of trauma. I thought you said you get back to the pearly gates and Brendan would be there with the clipboard going, hello, are you all right?
3: And <laughs> I just on. point out as well, if you are an amazing coach driver, there are a lot of amazing coach drivers there. Brendan would go under amazing, so would the legends... Uh, I'm going to say it, work for Kerry Travel. Amazing people there. I think they're the best coach company locally. And I can't fault them. Work with them on a daily basis. Lads and females, brilliant people. But there are certain other coach companies that aren't going anymore that have employed some of the biggest dickheads I think I've met in the entirety of my life.
4: Are you OK, Adam? Are you, are I am right? OK.
3: I, I'm fine. <laughs> and as I was saying, Brendan... As well, is not your average coach driver. He's next yeah, level. Yeah, because he
4: doesn't drive the coach for a start. Well, is that he's a there. tour guide? Oh, a tour guide? That's weird. Who'd do that? Uh, also, the voiceover is done by Dave Vitti, which
3: Oh, uh, no, it's not Dave Vitti. It's it's Comedy Dave. Yes, it is Comedy David. Don't you ever forget? Strangely, not that funny.
4: <gasps> oh, you can't say that.
3: Sorry, I've been a bit down on everyone. Sorry, I'm going to lift <laughs> up the mood for this thing. I'm. I'm... Obviously, striking the wrong healing crystal.
4: They had Ricky and Alex, who play Gary and Trevor in EastEnders. Yeah. Bianca Gascoigne and <laughs> Imogen Thomas. Yeah. Carol yeah. and ah, oh, forgot it again. What's up? And yeah, Chris Tarrant's wife. Chris Tarrant's wife and and Paul and Barry. Yeah, that's all you need to say. You don't even need the surname. Paul and Barry. Very nice ladies.
3: Very sweet, but don't know who they are from Adam.
0: To you. Well, Brendan, you might recognise your final pair. Yes, it's the Chuckle Brothers. To me, to you, to, me, to you. He's a grumpy devil, you know he is. If you wait to see him, he's really grumpy.
3: I'm happy all the time, mate,
0: and I? Yes.
3: Yes, I'm a really happy soul, mate. Oh, I said, have great times. Paul, Paul? And Barry Gary. and Barry. Paul and Barry, lovely. On, okay. On. Here we oh, my go. go. Excellent, thank you. I
1: that
3: down there, Good man. I will, I will. <laughs> Paul and Barry are the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> I've th- chuckled them. They, uh, I think they went in too early with the Tamiz to use. Like, yeah, they... like older, older tour guide. I never watched this when it came out uh, by the way because I'll be honest I thought it looked shit and uh, boy colour me purple was I wrong this was great
4: also no one on that coach had been on a coach before how do you feel about that thinking that they hadn't spent that much time on coaches
3: yeah I think that's a bit of a lie I don't believe Paul and Barry Chuckle have never been on a
4: coach before
3: they must have been on Coach one Holiday like whole co- no no one's been on a bloody coach holiday
4: before they have well I know, you saga.
3: Have. no I haven't no. I think this programme is well should be on a dedicated channel that i reckon uk tv should make called nan tv and it's just got programs your nan would love so there's this this heartbeat this a chase countdown last of the summer wine proro nan tv it's very (laughs) similar to itv3 but it's it's the kind of thing you watch and think this is classic nan telly
4: it's telly that Nanas would like
3: it is Come dine with me. I think that'll be on it. So the premise of this show that I got from it, someone who had watched it, is they drive around with a coach. I mean, when it was out. I mean, I watched the episode you sent me. Uh, they drive around in a coach, a group group of people. They, they do activities together. Then they vote the person off the coach. And the one left on the coach at the end wins. Am I correct?
4: Yeah, I don't think it was a hidden format. I think it's quite clear what's happening.
3: I was like, oh, what could be the first activity they do? And then they went to a ballerina. uh, A ballet lesson, not a ballerina lesson. They went to a
4: ballerina.
3: They went to a ballerina. It was most confused at the whole concept.
4: A uh, bit odd. Yeah, she was taking it far too seriously. You thought, You know this has been filmed for a light-hearted TV show, and you're like, come on, you should be doing this properly. Come on.
3: It was very, very odd as well. Like, Paul and Barry were playing it up for laughs, uh, laughs. Clearly could dance. Also, the boys from EastEnders, I reckon they could dance. One of them used to be a chef. That was interesting, weren't it, to find that out?
4: Gary? No, Ricky. Gary,
3: Ricky used to be a chef. Was Trevor the one who used to beat up little Mo? He, he came across really nice, in not he?
4: He made a real old Christmas pudding on Christmas Day. He made a Thank big old...
5: <laughs> We shouldn't laugh at that, but.
2: and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
4: What we skimmed over is Brendan will say something to camera and then go off to the side. He did it like yes. three times. He loves doing it. You go, Oh, oh, the Chuckle brothers, I like them. And then he he go off. Oh, right, I found it funny.
3: I don't think Brendan knew he was making this show. What do you mean? I, Didn't I, think, make this joke. I think Brendan delivers everything down the lens if it's there or not.
4: <laughs> well, so I, I, in his normal day life, he's like flea bag. He just starts talking to an, an invisible it, camera.
3: Every day. I, I found the concept for this so odd. So odd. Like what, someone had obviously sat on a National Express coat and thought, wouldn't it be great if we could literally spend all our time on here?
4: And uh, Brendan was enjoying saying to them, uh, two-two for you, two-two, two-two to you.
3: Didn't really work
0: as a pun, though, did it?
3: Two-two to you, two-two to me. Two-two to me. two 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 to me. 2 to me. Two-two to you.
0: Stop showing off, Brendan. He must be a bit starstruck.
4: And why is he wearing a different top to everyone else? I he's got his own he's vest. Body
3: conscious. I think he goes there quite a bit. If I know anything about the coach driving community, which I do, uh, everyone has little perks, right? So uh, gather gather There's little places and little service stations you drop people off at because you get a little bit of a kickback. So I reckon i oh. have been to that ballet place a few times. Mate, they are loaded. Mate, you want to get in the money, coach driving.
4: The listener, he did the money hand sign.
3: I did the money hand sign. It had a charm, this. But also, whenever it was made, did not warrant the low the low value of the cameras. Which bit? Watching it back, thought, oh, this is really low quality, really low quality. And then I thought, for a bit of a laugh, I watched some stuff that I made around the same time, and the quality is better. That's, that's all I'm saying. Why are you looking at okay. me like I've just sat on your face <laughs> on Christmas?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: I'm just... For the listener... Chris is just staring at me blankly now for saying low-quality cameras.
4: So you were making low-quality stuff then, were
3: you? Well, well, some would would say I'm still doing it now. But (laughs) it's weird, man. Do Do you get what I'm saying?
4: Yes. I He's took coming. more from it that Ricky said oh yeah. shit which one's Ricky and which one's Alex that doesn't matter yeah. that uh, he said this is like the classical hokey pokey yeah now in america they call it the hokey pokey so do they which call one it the do you hokey-pokey? prefer yeah it's hokey pokey
3: you put your right leg in you like the hokey pokey don't
4: you i do i do like the hokey cuz that's what it's, it's, it's all about
3: a... oh you
0: put your left
3: Sorry, I've just opened a message on my phone and I've lost your face. (laughs) I'll find you. There he is. Hello. Uh, (laughs) Can the listener just be, dear listener, we're both very tired at this point. I do. No, I think you're tired.
4: He's talking about the quality of his video.
3: I'm talking about the quality of my videos also. And then I had a bit of a brain fart then as well. So, the hokey cokey, right? What is it about the hokey cokey you love? Come on, I'm getting it back on track. Come on.
4: Getting it back on track.
3: uh,
4: Well, What I like about it is that it's a Butlins sort of song that you'd have on. Also, the Birdie song is another one. It's it's a retro song that everyone loves.
0: Are you ready to be entertained? Are you ready to Butlins?
3: I don't think it's got the same pull it used to have. I mean... No, it hasn't, no. I, I dropped it the other day. In a disco, because I was doing a disco for a group of kids, and they didn't have a clue what was going on. And got, but and I in got the, sh- scared, and I and had to play Miley Cyrus instead.
4: But in the song, they tell you what to do. They do they tell you literally what to do. tell you what to do. You but put your left leg in, your left leg out, in out, shaking it all back.
3: You do the like cha
4: cha slide, where you have to try and work out what everyone else is doing.
3: That's the worst, isn't it? Or the What's macarina. your favorite? What's your favorite out of the
4: dances? They're yeah, the Macarena, but I've forgotten how to Macarena. do it. I think. I think I learn how to do it for something.
3: I just like a conga. Do
4: you think the AIs are taking over?
3: <laughs> yeah, but I say that. And I was playing around with some AI the other day. I was typing in stuff, thinking, "Oh, this would be fun, like yeah. a bit of AI." And it was just shit. Like everything that came up was terrible.
4: Can you can you see my camera still? I can see your camera now. Can you see me? Yeah. Um, I've got notes on this page. Yeah. That I'm I'm putting into a document on my phone. And on my predictive text, it predicted what the sentence was going to be. Okay, go on. Ooh. Well, the sentence is yeah. Once she came round, she she was laughing about it, but I think she was concussed. How would any? How would a computer know that sentence? <laughs> That's not a normal sentence. <laughs> I was scared. It's, it's not. It's not the first time it happened. When I typed it in, it happened quite oh. a lot, and I thought, well, that is not a normal sentence. I think there's oh another one about. I generally dropped the microphone and it hit an audience member and it came up with the audience member and I thought you might say a person, but oh it just scared. it just it freaked me out. Yeah, but doesn't it Sca- take like some of the words that you say and then does it? Yeah, but they came out in the right order. And I thought it's not like I've written them down in the in my phone before and then done it. That's the first time I've written it in there and it knew what I was gonna write. What I write isn't is very uh, route one and they know exactly what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Anyway. I, well, I,
3: think, I think, though, your phone knows you after a while, though, doesn't it? Does it? Well, it, well it's, it's either that or horny, horny X-rated girls. So it's one or the other.
4: Well, i changed my profile picture to current relief with Mr Bean wearing a red nose and then went on TikTok and the first video that came up was Rowan Atkinson playing the drums. And I was like, my phone knows what I'm doing. And I didn't even you know write Mr I mean, B. It you knows. Didn't write,
3: <laughs> you did write Mr Bean, that was Rowan Atkinson.
4: Yeah, but you know what I mean? He is, he is Mr I
3: Bean. I don't know what you mean. I think um, I was having the breakdown. Dad's turned around with you talking about artificial <laughs> intelligence on an episode of a podcast about coach trip.
4: they take you over. Anyway, uh, so ben and, ben and Ralph get on the coach.
3: Were they
4: dull? <laughs> They're twats.
3: Yeah. One was from The Apprentice, and the other was from...
4: Uh, Big Brother. I don't know. Big Brother. Yeah.
3: What a show. It's weird, though, it's... isn't it, with that? Like, Big Brother used to mean something, and now you could go on it and, like, pretty much go back to work the next week.
4: But these these two completely put their foot in it the minute they got on the bus. They thought Chris yeah. Tarrant's wife was a royal correspondent. So do you have a question for Carol and um, Ingrid behind you? My question to Ingrid is...
0: You're obviously well-named for for being the editor of a royal magazine. Who is? Uh, no, she's not, Ben. Who is the royal that you have written about or
5: reported on? Oh, it's the
4: wrong Ingrid. (laughs) Uh, It is, it's Ingrid Benson, who's the editor
5: of Majesty. Oh, Seward, sorry.
4: Yeah, or Seward, that's it, yes. I do
5: apologise. Yes,
4: but that's quite all right.
2: I've never written about a a royal.
3: Well done, Ben. Yeah, that's funny in itself. (laughs) And they also is that still his wife though.
4: It, that's not his
3: wife no, no. anymore.
4: Is it? No, he's not his wife anymore. Mm-hmm. And well, because she, she gets on the, the coach and says, "I hope my hope my ex husband's on on this coach." It was obviously men him oh, yeah, And
3: that's, that's how she's favoured.
4: And yeah. they uh, they said to the Chuckle Brothers, "Oh, um, oh, it must have been really good when you uh, made that program years ago." And they're like, "Yeah, we're still making it, mate. Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> How long were you doing? You know, the Chuckle Brothers show, the, the one that we all know and love, yeah. and. Um, you know, and how much do you miss it and, you know, kind of reminisce about...
4: Well, we oh. still do it. We still record it. You still yeah, record it's been it? on yeah. 23
0: years now. 23 then, years. Yeah. And nice one, Rafe. Despite insulting half their fellow celebrity passengers, Ben and Rafe are in confident mood.
3: Yeah, which, uh, uh, it's weird when you think, like, someone to say that to the chuckle bro- People who have had careers for about 50 years from some twat who sat in a house for three weeks.
4: Yeah, but they came on the coach and said we're really big fans, and then seconds later going... So which one's Barry? And I thought, oh, you're a big fan diet. You don't even know which one's which.
3: Massive fans. Massive fans of the Chuckle Brothers.
4: Oh, they went it had a ride in a Soviet tank.
3: I mean, it took a turn, the episode at that point. I thought, oh, we're gonna go into a Soviet tank at this moment. I didn't see it happening. <laughs>
4: Well, no, no one did.
3: Yes, because he gets the kickback,
4: mate. He gets the kickback. He doesn't get a kickback.
3: He doesn't get a kickback. Take him to the old Soviet... Ta- I know, mate. I know.
4: Which should your new podcast, which is Adam Kicks <laughs> the Drivers. He gets Behind sorted, the scenes it? on the coach industry with Adam Morrison-Jones. <laughs> oh, with a special well, guest, which no one's meant I've to got. know who it is until April the 1st, for some reason. And when
3: you do... Ooh,
4: I, don't, I just want yeah. a bit
3: of... I want the element of surprise now and then.
4: Is it someone I know?
3: I don't know. <laughs> you might do.
4: And then one of the
3: guys... Who do you pretty... want it to be? Who do you want it to be? I want it to be you talking to you. You want it to? You want me to do a series of podcasts where I have conversations yeah. with myself about Takeaway?
4: The first one is you just talking to yourself. Anyway, one of the East Ender guys bring up Jim Will Fix It.
3: Yeah, different times.
0: Ooh. It's like an adult version of Jim Will Fix It. Yeah. <laughs>
4: It's great. Get out the jewellery. And then have, a, then have a vote off,
5: yeah. which
4: is really bad because you've been nice to this person all day. You've been nice oh, to these couples all day and then and then you just go, well, you didn't really talk to us all day, so I'm going to give you a yellow card. Yeah, It's a weird Get thing off. as well, isn't it?
3: Being voted off for not talking to someone all day.
4: Yeah, you might just not got the opportunity. You be might be stuck in a different tank. Oh, they might just be boring. That might be true. I think mean, like there's few
3: people like I know. Like I cross the road when I see them coming.
4: Well, Ralph and uh, Ben both said we're here for the bants. They didn't say that. We're we're here for the banter.
3: I would vote yeah, anyone who... off immediately who said I'm here for banter. What like I'm here for? What is banter? What is banter?
4: I watched. I, I was I was hooked. I wanted to see how it ended. I still don't know how it ended yeah. completely, but um they started voting for the Chuckle Brothers and said, you wasn't chuckly enough. You, you Other days you've been more upbeat and stuff. And they're both looking really sad. It's like like having a go at a puppy <laughs> dog.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, of course it is. You can't have a go at the Chuckle Brothers. Like, bearing in mind well, Chuckle Brother now, but, but you can't have a go at them. Like, they're an institution. There, there's like a list of people you can't have a go at, and they're on that list. <laughs>
4: you've done it again. Who's what? on the list then, Adam?
3: Alison Hammond, <laughs> Anthony right? No, no, Dermot O'Leary, <laughs> David Attenborough. Why? Why is this making you? It's true. It's true. If if you can't,
4: yeah, that list is fine. Apart from <laughs> you start with Alison Hammond, the new host of Bake Off.
3: Yeah, you. She's can't. getting up there now. Stephen Fry. You can't ever go yeah. at.
4: Yeah. All right. Well, if you started with them? She's getting national treasure status. Is, is coming, yeah, but she's not can't there yet. Go at her. I'm like, you can. You can't. Oh, I don't you, uh, you, you can't, but you can you can have a routine where you say that she's your new swear word.
3: Which is the irony, because if no. it's a new swear word to say <laughs> oh Alison Hammond, it's yeah. something nice replaced to it. If I was gonna say oh Jimmy Savile, then it's a completely different kettle of vision
4: isn't it? If I stab my toe and say oh Paul Chuckle, you'd be like, No, yeah. you can't do that. You
3: should do it. What oh. if Paul Chuckle is going on
4: here? This this one's been rambling, isn't it? Yeah,
3: oh, mate. I, I oh, apologise. I'm full of flu. I'm tired. And, yeah, there's no excuse, really. Thank you if you've listened this far.
4: People do listen, apparently, because we know. We're not saying how we know, but we do know. We know you listen, Joseph. We've,
3: we've done all the right. The only one we've we know really that listens is Joseph. I mean, no one admit to listening to this, would they? That's <laughs> the thing. Would you? If you, if you listened to this, would you ever tell anyone or even recommend <laughs> it? I, I would.
4: I do recommend it. I uh, share it on my wall every Monday. What's that?
3: So do I. I print it off the other... picture and I stick it <laughs> on my garden wall.
4: Last Monday, I was kept waking up to make sure you posted your positivity post. And I'm like, oh, come on, post it now so I can just put it in your comments. <laughs> I want to be one of the first. Like, oh, no, I haven't done it yet. No, it was eight o'clock. Oh, he's done it now. Right, I'll put it on. I like that. That's I fine. like that.
3: It annoys me the Monday Positives now because it's got to a point where I have to get up early to do it, even if I'm not doing anything that day.
4: Well, I now post this podcast at midnight on Sunday just in case something's wrong with it. So I've got time before the morning to change it. Are you suggesting maybe
3: you'd like me to do Monday positive Sunday evening?
4: No, because that means I have to edit the podcast quicker. OK. Anyway.
3: Mr. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this because I, I I genuinely feel we ain't
4: finished yet.
3: Oh, I think we were finished about twenty minutes ago.
4: Would you want to give
3: it? Oh yeah, yeah, I want to give it twelve hundred and two. It would have got more if they had a better better camera.
4: So you want to give it? So you want to give it one thousand two hundred two? Yeah. For the listener,
3: right. Chris has got a pen out to make it look like he's working out a calculation. Where he's just writing. I write down them. Four I write them
4: down every week. and no one.
3: No that one is cares about how you, the scores. That is not how you played that. You had that pen up. You were looking like you were working something out in your head. You had written <laughs> that down. No,
4: no, it wasn't. Anyway, what, what would you give it? Uh, the same, I think. Good. I liked well, it. <laughs> uh, if I'd only watched, if I'd watched only the real version, I would have said lower. But because I watched the Chuckle Brothers version, you got to give it a little bit higher. I love the Chuckle Brothers. So let's log
3: it in.
4: Thank you very much for listening. Bye bye, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye.